Welcome to Wisdom Plug Podcast with your host, Yemi Davids. The wiser you are, the better you live. Father, as we get into your word, we receive understanding. We receive light. And we receive helps from you. In Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Okay, God is a God of new beginnings. Our syllabus this month is on financial recovery, financial rescue. The pandemic, when the pandemic came two or three years ago now, a lot of things uh, were affected, devastations here and there. Some lost their jobs. Most people had to grapple with the changing seasons. And the Holy Spirit is saying he wants to give people new beginnings. And I should do my best within the context of scriptures to prepare them for it. Many also lost their spiritual bearing. During the pandemic, there are people that don't even go to church anymore because of the pandemic. Some just resumed. You are welcome back. It looks like that uh, season is just, you know, ebbing off. And God wants to reset people. Reset. Like realign them to what he has destined and designed them to be. The same thing in your finances, businesses, careers. God is doing a new thing. God is a God of new beginnings and he's ready to do something new in people's finances. Some people just, their finances have been in complete disarray. Everything is just out of sync with God's plan. Just walking by his mercy. And today I'll I'll be saying some things uh, prophetically, especially as it relates to our finances. God is doing a reset. I'm inclined to say this. Uh, it might sound controversial. When things like the, uh, like the pandemic showed up, sudden of us maybe backslid or we stopped doing what we normally do in terms of serving God with our time, with our energy, with our resources. It looks that the grace for that is just closing up. You know, there's like a permit, permitted time okay, uh, something happened, get back on your feet. It looks like the grace for that is like, uh, I don't know, like closing. And then God wants people to align themselves back. That now that uh, things have shaped up, now get back and fall in line. Fall in line. If you don't do that and, and, and you overextend it, like the prodigal son, the prodigal son did not uh, start suffering the first day he left the father's place. If I still had a lot of money, but there came a particular time when it's like he, he had outused the grace, so to say, and suddenly it began to be in want. So certain things that uh, maybe it looks like you get away with, like a grace period, you know, when we resume school and they say you should pay your school fees by a particular date, and then it's approaching, and you know, they give another grace another grace period of like maybe two weeks for you to pay up. So for the prodigal son, there came a time, it looked like he had used up his uh, grace period and everything just went down. 
Everything disappeared. He now began to think straight. And I think we're in that kind of mode now. So everybody should think of, you know, shaping up, getting themselves and, and, and falling in line. Okay, get the slides on the screen. So God is doing a reset. Remember from where thou art fallen. Revelations chapter 2, verse 5. Remember from, if you can get the verse, that that, that would be fine. It said, uh, Revelations 2, 5. Remember therefore from where you have fallen and do the first works or else I will come to you quickly and remove your lampstand from its place unless you repent. This is how we obtain mercy. We're going to be praying about God's mercy today, especially financial mercy. How do you obtain mercy? It says, remember from where you have fallen, from where you missed it, from where you went down. Remember, and to capture that back, you have to go back to your first works. There was a way you were serving God. There was a way you were handling your finances. That's where you fell from and things are now down. Said, and do the first works, or else I will come to you quickly. And God will not remove our lampstand in Jesus' name. I can't hear your amen. We will not lose our place in the name of Jesus Christ. Mercy requires confessing and forsaking, a realignment in heart and actions. A realignment in heart and action. There's this scripture that I love. Uh, Proverbs 28, I think verse 13. Proverbs 28, verse 13. So if you confess and forsake. So when it comes to finances, as practical as it can be, you remember where you missed it and fall back in line. And then there are things you have to say to God, I'm sorry. And then your actions. Your actions must begin to realign. I would love us to have Proverbs 28, verse 13 uh, on this. Okay, thank you. He who covers his sins will not what? Prosper. Okay, now the prosperity there is not only finances. It covers business, career. Prosperity means well-being and advancement. It says he who covers his sins will not prosper, but whoever confesses and what? Forsakes them will have mercy. This is the equation for God's mercy in anything you are looking for when it comes to mercy. There has to be some sayings. Ah, Lord, I have been wrong in my handling of my finances or in my handling of my, my health, you know. And then there has to be action, forsake, realignment. It's not just speaking your action, and then mercy will prevail. Mercy requires confessing and forsaking, a realignment in heart and action. So this uh, financial recovery will require not just people speaking to God, but a change of behavior, a change of action, the way you handle your money. So we don't go back to that place where um, we don't really like. Lamentations 3 verse 22. Lamentations 3, verse 22. It is because of the Lord's mercies that we are not consumed. Through the Lord's mercies, we are not 
Amen. Can we read this together? Amen. One, two, go. Through the Lord's mercies, we are not what? Because his compassions, the mercy of God rescues from destruction. It is because of the Lord's mercies that we are not consumed. We all need financial mercy at this time so that we will not be consumed by the economic situation. When there is this kind of economic situation, it leaves people devastated at the end of the day. Some don't even recover their family line. Everything just goes down. But because of the mercy you and I will obtain today, we will not be consumed in the name of Jesus Christ. I can't hear you louder. Amen. We will not be consumed in the name of Jesus Christ. It is because of the Lord's mercies that we are not consumed. For his compassions, they fail not. When men say they're experiencing the worst of times, we will be saying we're experiencing the best of times. Say amen to that. In this church, God is raising new financial giants. I call them ministers of finance, male and female. And I want your heart to be open. I made a prophetic statement yesterday at the training that we had, this maturity school, that I perceive that bread is coming back to Nigeria from next year. I perceive that for seven years. I perceive that. And just like that of Joseph when he said seven years of plenty, 2023 to 2030. I perceive that. And the Holy Spirit would have me prepare a church for it. A lot has to do with the way you handle your finances. So that during that time, you will not be a misfit. There has to be a lot of alignment with heavens, alignment with our behavior, so that we can fully partake. A lot of new millionaires will rise from next year. New billionaires will rise from next year. I'm saying that to you. I'm telling you fact. And also, some people that left the country in search of maybe better opportunities for education, for career, many will be forced or joyfully have to come and take up roles in Nigeria from two, three years' time because the roles here will pay more. The opportunity here, when they consider it holistically, you can write that down. Now, I'm not saying those who left, left wrongly. I'm just saying, just like Naomi, many will return. Because bread is returning to Nigeria. So let's look at some areas of concentration or areas of um, attention in managing your finances for the future. Number one, destroy, spend now and pay later mentality. Say amen. Especially on depreciating assets. Do you understand it? Should I talk more or you're okay? 
Uh, ladies understand it more, isn't it? This is a major enemy of wealth. When you have already spent the money that you've not received. Some ladies are saying, eh? Can we have this slide on the large screen, guys? Destroy, spend now. So please, spend on, you, can't be, you can't be owing on a bag for one year. You can't be owing on, on shoe for seven months. Somebody's coffee. Like, <laughs> you got to stop it. I mean, there's some assets that you can do that, but even at that, destroy that mentality of, that's how Esau behaves. Eat now, and then there is no future. Spend now. The, the, the challenge is this. When you are spending, this is um, November. When you are spending January money now, you don't know how January will be. That's why it's hard to pay back at times. You don't know the equation of January. You don't know. You don't know whether your landlord will just come with one rule or something will happen about your transport. You don't know. You are assuming that, oh, in January, I should be able to pay that 30000 Who told you? So most times, when people now arrive at that January, some other new things had shown up. Mommy needs some extra care. Maybe they just delivered a new baby. What they didn't figure out. So to now pay that 30000 now looks like, ah, I thought I would be able to pay it. Then I begin to owe, and it becomes a problem. So I think it's unfair to destroy that January before you get there. Especially on depreciating assets. It's a major war. To be content with what you have. And then as resources come for that which you love, you can buy it. Even for vehicles, especially in our climb here. I'd rather you buy a fairly used one that you can handle and not be owing on it. Than enslave the next two, three years. The equation of the next two, three years is so different. Destroy, spend now, and pay later mentality. In fact, there are some things you are owing on now that you might need to gather some money and pay off and end that lifestyle. You can't be coming to Sunday service and lifting your hands powerfully and that dress you are still paying till next year. I'm just, I'm just trying to disturb you. I just paying. And the person that is owing you is on one side of the auditorium. You deserve our glory. And as you see her, Ah, 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 no, no. Because you have to be shaking. You know how it is now. Because you know the money is not there and it's Monday money. Next slide, please. Reduce spending, increase savings. Everybody can reduce spending. If you look at your expenses, the money you spend on, I mean, it was Dave Ramsey that was trying to help people see some tiny things that people spend money on. You, you buy something, maybe 2500 every day or every week. Just multiply it by, by, by 10 weeks or 25000 25 times 10 is what? 250000 Now, ask yourself, is it worth me spending on cable 250000 every year? 250,000. Ask yourself. Or spending it on 
drinks or whatever. What I learned about savings that changed me is this. When it comes to finances, you always need to release your faith, right? When you don't save, you feel poor. That feeling does not bring money. Because you will always be praying from a point of anxiety. When you don't have any money somewhere, like savings. You feel poor, you feel empty. It's a bad feeling. Now, when you are able to save, no matter how much, there's a feeling of I have, right? Then I can have more. Don't spend all any more from today. What's today's date? 13th of, even if you're earning 20,000, start with, even if it's 1%, separate it. And where we are going is 20% minimum. Have that goal. 20%, like it happened for Egypt in the time of plenty, right? That he told Pharaoh, separate 20%. Now that 20%, you can divide into two, uh, 10, 10%. 10% for targeted savings. That is, you're going to pay your rent, you understand? Maybe July next year, and you start putting money together. Or you want to buy something, and you keep still at it every time you are paying rent. Father, I'm here again. Okay, targeted savings. You want to, you know, or you want to, you want to go to school in September next year and you are saving. Now, the other 10%, I want you to have what they call unspendable account. That you don't touch it. Let it be there. If there's anything that should touch it, two things in my own life. Oh, an investment that is worthwhile, that you understand. Not that the one I did some time ago. But God has replenished me. Uh, because, Erebato uh, Sadamaya. An investment that you understand to multiply it. Or when I'm giving sacrificially. That one I'm handing it over to God. It works. But don't spend it on anything. Just let it be there. If heaven will fall, let it stay. You need to put it in a place where you don't really have access to it. That getting to it, the wahala of getting to it is more than getting it. You leave it there. Feeling empty is not good. Proverbs 21, 17. And then we read um, verse, uh, verse 22. Reduce spending. You can make a decision not to buy any new bag next year. It's not a sin. I was training a company some two years ago in Lekki. And the CEO, when I was sharing this, he had to he interrupted my teach, training. He said, Pastor, any please. I'm sorry. He said, as the CEO of the company, something happened the previous, I think about four years, you know. And he said, I was living in a particular place. I had to move out to a lower accommodation and then I had to sell my vehicle. It was the money I was able to save from there. I had to pump it back into the business. He said, and that was just for like one year. He said, if I ask any Uber person in that their area, they know his name. Because the CEO, he, was, he didn't have any car, it was Uber. But just for one year. He said, Pastor, I mean, under one year, I was able to buy my car now. He mentioned the car. And then I moved back to that place. Many of us, we need to do that for 2023. There's some things that are too heavy for your family. Maybe you have three cars or two cars. Let one go. Or you are living in a, I mean, a five-bedroom flat and only three of you. Reduce spending. Increase savings. 
It's not a prayer point to. But thank you for it. Please, the scripture. Loving pleasure leads to what? Wine and luxury will never make you wealthy. He's talking about people that are just, they just like to be spending. That's what it means here. Verse 20. Wise people save the nice things they have. Fools use up everything as soon as they get it. Tell your neighbor, you know, be fool. Or are you a fool? I don't know which one to ask the person. Which one is better? <laughs> Wise people save the nice things they have. Fools use up everything. You are earning 50,000. You don't have to spend everything. And that's why the savings uh, system, the tithing savings system should be automated if possible. Move that 5,000 first. We now remain with what is remaining. And you realize that it's more than enough. One man was in a place, a, a true story. They were doing discount on cat food. Massive discount. He was so excited that, wow, he bought 14 cartons or something like that. And guess what? When he finished buying it, he didn't have a cat. I'm telling you a true story in the US. To let you know how people buy things on impulse. I had this green bag. I might need it in 2024. And buy it. It was, it was too tempting for him. That, ah, look at this count on this cat food. He doesn't have a cat too. After buying it, he was not looking for people to give. You don't spend money like that. Go and critique every expense you are doing. Let them say you are too, is better. Many of the rich people that you criticize, that's how they became rich. They will ask you 10 times, how much is the thing? Say it again. You will not be poor. Negotiate everything. Hmm. Just remember that 15,000 times 10 is 150,000. And you ask yourself, is this how I should be a good steward that will God not be blaming himself for blessing me? And I notice in life, there are always, in quote, better opportunities to spend the money. If you can think, not because the money came, you're just spending it. <laughs> I shared a story yesterday at the training. Uh, one day in our family, some money just came into my hand. I was so excited. I said, ah, and we're never paying school fees now. How great you are, my God. This is a breakthrough money. I started buying things, you know. Everything was fine. God didn't say anything. Then school fees time now came. There was no money. I said, Father, thank you because you are a very present help. In time of trouble. He said, yes. I'm not even present. I'm past help. <laughs> I have helped you. I said, When? He said, that money I sent. I said, which one? That was, I didn't know. You have, should have told me. He said, you have learned it now. Every breakthrough is for a purpose. It's not for you to be flanked around and be buying the different shirts. When they were living in Egypt, remember, he said, they should go and collect things from the Egyptians. It looked like breakthrough. They collected trinkets, gold. It was much. They left Egypt with resources. <laughs> When they settled down in, in the wilderness, he said, Moses, 
tell them to build me a tabernacle. All those things they collected there was for kingdom purpose. But they built a calf, you know, golden calf with it. When you don't understand the reason for that promotion or breakthrough, you will mishandle it and it reduces people to where they're coming from. We will not be worse than our parents. Increase savings by reducing your spending. Don't tell me I couldn't save. No, it's like you're overspending. There are many things you can do without for a month, for a quarter, for a whole year. Have targeted, the way we set goals for business, have goals for your savings that let me to save one million in my life for the next eight months or 100,000. Have targeted savings. And then be putting it there by percentage. Don't be living from hand to mouth and be wasting on it. Just saw something on the road, you buy it. As I was saying in the early morning service, some of us bought things on the, on the street. You are driving, you just saw one machine. It can clean your house. Vroom, vroom. It can do it. And then you just wind up. How much? How much? 85,000. No, 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 no. You know, Greece 65, Madame brings 68. And they start describing it to you as you are driving. As you are driving. Or you're in the car. Are you not paying 80,000 on the road? You know, I get to, yeah, I got this on the road, though. You can clean our house very well. Eh? Yes, you can clean. if you just pull it. You know, how do you know, after pulling it? Ah, let's check it, sir. So now check where the cabinet for pulling is. There's no wire safe. <laughs> Many people have driven back to where they bought this thing from. Some of you have done it before. You now be driving on that road for, they're just going up and down to look for the man that sold it. You can't find them. <laughs> One guy bought a phone that time. On the road, bought a phone, packed, neat. When he got home, the battery section, it was fufu. Fufu is a staple food in Nigeria. You know, fufu is white, battery is white. Fake. Next slide. What you compromise to get, you ultimately lose. Anything you compromise to get, you lose it. So watch it, the way you try to earn money. And this to Yahoo, Yahoo people, you will spend 11 years somewhere. Can we have that scripture, Luke 15, verse 13? Luke 15, verse 13. So avoid all this, uh, you know, when I did that, um, I, I mean, I'm sorry I'm disturbing you with that story. The crypto... It's not even, they didn't call it crypto for me. They just said some things. They, des- they described it to me for a whole day. That's why I even learning it for a whole day. You know there's a problem. You know it's not your, your DNA. I sat there and they were teaching me. Ah. And they were teaching me, explain. I said, I don't understand this thing. They said, don't worry. Just put the money. And I was with some uh, ministry friends. So I felt, and I told my friend, you brought me here. You brought me here. If anything happens to this investment, they said, no, no. You came here by yourself. Did I drag you here? I said, eh. and then we continue the training. <laughs> ah! That day I put five million. Ah, oh, power. Ah, multiplication. And it started growing. Yeah, growing. Under two weeks, five million became seven million. I said, wow. I added under two million. Watch it. Ah. Hey. And then some people were supervising the computer for me. 
Say, when I travel, check that you be. <laughs> Let it be rolling. Are you see rolling like this? Ah, no, the roll. The thing, the thing was rolling. <laughs> and then the portfolio hit 10 million. Under one man. I said, ah, his mask goes sweet. And then one money. I said, make a check portfolio. You know, roll again. I checked, they said, they say, there's a technical problem. That the technical problem will be resolved in two days' time. I said, <laughs> I call my friend, hey, technical problem. After two days, technical problem, website, just went blank. Did today. Luke 15. <laughs> and not many days after, the younger son gathered all together and journeyed to a far country and there did what? You can waste God's resources with careless spending, wasteful spending, and wasted his what? Possessions with prodigal living. Ask yourself, this thing I'm spending money on, is it a waste or an investment? Next verse. But when he had what? Don't get to that point in that sense. Spend all. There arose a severe famine. All this thing can take 10 years or seven. We don't know how many years it took. It's not immediately. Okay. Uh, there arose a, a severe famine in that land and it began to be in want. That's what happened with wasteful spendings. Next one, verse 15. Then he went and joined himself to a citizen of that country and he sent him into his fields to feed swine. Verse 16. And he would gladly have filled his stomach with the pots that the swine ate and no one gave him. That last part, if it's happening to you, it's a signal that you have done something very wrong. And watch out for people like that. I'm sorry to embarrass some people. When nobody is giving somebody money, you now choose to be the one giving them money. Have you, have you asked yourself, why is it that nobody is even helping this guy? Look at it, and no man gave to him. No man, no man. That is when the heavens are closed. When the windows are closed, no one. That means no favor, no open door. I realize in scripture, look at the guys with the um, talents. They give one, five, two, and one. I want to trouble your heart a bit. The one with five gain what? Five more. The one with two gain. The other one with one did not do anything. What did they, what happened? Did they take from the five and get to the one? What did they do? Who did it? In scripture, who is master? Jesus knee. That's not. When you cry to people as a man, I don't have anything. It's, you're already indicting yourself. You don't have anything. As a young man, at 35, you don't have anything. Ah, I can't give you because you're a dangerous person. The guy had one and the master took that one from him. That's why when you go to some places, not many places, I have to do investment. They will ask you what? They, they want to know. 
You, they want to know what do you have? Minimum of maybe 10%. Say, I don't have anything. I can't invest in you. There's something wrong with you. You're a waster or lazy person. In fact, that guy that had one, eh? he had a disease called excusitis. It's a very horrible disease. Excuse what? Excusitis. They have excuses. Uh, flood came, took our house. My grandmother was a witch. Um, I was living with my brother. He kicked me out. All kind of story. But the master said, that wicked and lazy servant. And then he took that one from him. So when I'm praying, Lord, I don't want to be on that one side. I want to be on that ten side. Can't be spending all. And then, no, but I, I, you be afraid of people that, that nobody is helping. Look at Jonah. And they, say, they should take him out of the sheep. That, uh, he doesn't know. Uh, God said we should love our brethren. Come, Jonah, let's go to our house. Don't mind these sheep people. Carry him to your house. Let him go and settle with God. Let people be eager to invest in you. When our church was moving to our first location in many years ago, from favorites to Alaji Masha, we were just like nine months old as a church. And then we wanted to move to uh, a place in Masha. And they said it was, what time we did everything, it was 2.1 million for an eight-month-old church. 2.1 million. But we had, I think, 800 or 900,000. So I was talking to Dr. Samadhi. I mean, God bless our good mentors. And he said, how much do you have? I said, we only have, we tried our best. We have like 800 or 900,000. He said, wow. He just wrote the check from their church. They wrote the check for us of 200 plus. We just added to it and moved. That's how God operates with favor. Now that he says 2.1 million. How much do you guys have? Eh, you know, sir, eh, 50,000. So where do we start from? So if they give you the 2.1 million, who owns the rent? If it now elapses, who pays the next one? Why change your behavior? And me, I will ask you, how much do you have? If, I, if you don't have up to like 60% or 50%, that level is not your level. So Juko Kuroda is doing you. The man that has 250,000 naira for rent, celebrating. But that means the rent he needs to get, it should be that 250, max 400,000. No, no, you have 250,000. I saw a place, I just love it. I love the way this luxury, how much? It's about 2.5. Mm. Are you living in the bathroom or in everything? Because you have 250,000, which is 10%. And no man gave to him. That was when his head. If you notice, so some of you help people that need to be repenting and spoil them and spoil yourself. His head came out. He said, ah, I've sinned. I will go back. And he was restored. That's him. What you compromise to get, you eventually lose. Next. If faith cannot produce it, then maybe I don't need it. It will come in his what? One day my pastor was in a car. Bishop Oyedekbo, Bishop Abioye, they were in a car, I was sitting in front. And Bishop Oyedekbo said, ah, this minister of the gospel called me and he was saying that they needed to buy something for their ministry. And when he mentioned the price to me and I asked him how much he has, I said, ah, no, 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 it's not your time for that. He now, we, he now said to Bishop Abioye in Vernacular, he doesn't know that what you cannot catch today, you will catch it tomorrow. 
Don't overkill yourself to catch it now. It might just be six months' time you will catch it. God is a God of times and seasons. Don't use another man's season for your own. My friend just brought a Range Rover. I must buy Rover Range. Kabaya. And I don't have it. It's not your time. Ecclesiastes 3. As this message is going on, deliverance is happening, isn't it? Uh-huh. So don't wait until you fall under the power. You already fall under the power. The anointing is entering you to change. That your friend brought a new deep freezer does not guarantee that you have a deep freezer for one year. Use your own fridge and freeze it there. Don't go and be disturbing your husband. I went to Sister Carol. I was shocked when I entered their kitchen. There was even no space to pass. What happened now? They just put a new deep freezer out. If you see the deep freezer, as I open it, all the stuffed fish, everything, that be decorating it to your husband that is still trying to pay house rent. So what is it now? Eh, I was thinking, don't think. Don't think. Wait for your time. To everything there is what? And a time for every word. He will buy first. Now he buy old model. You never hear that one before. Your old model will be better. Relax and celebrate. Yes, now. The one they bought in 2020. By 2023, it's becoming like old model. You will get your own 2023 model. Stop all this thing. Design will change, isn't it? Color will change. Things they change. Hmm. The difference between an unripe mango and ripe mango is time. If you eat it unripe, you kill your intestines. It's just that same thing. If you leave it for like three weeks or one month, wind will blow it to you like this on your way passing the tree. But now you are using stick. You go come down by first. You now break somebody's windscreen. You now be running up and down in the village because it's not ripe enough. Verse uh, 11. He has made everything what? Have you noticed that when something is in its time, it's always beautiful? This dome, we tried to do it before, uh, I think last year. It didn't work. We left it. We were just dancing. But when its time came, under four months, the dome came up. And everybody was just excited all over the world. In his time, everything is beautiful. When you are trying to force something, you know. You know. You know. I know when you are pushed, just leave it. That means it's not ripe enough. I must buy the car this year. You don't have to. Uber is not a sin. Neither is public transport transgression. In fact, when you enter the public transport, you realize that your creativity will come alive. Oh, yes. When you have 1,005 to eat for two days, you will know that you can eat half egg. (laughs) It will shock you how you become a financial strategist. How you will see four yams and then you will present in the one that is two 120 naira. And then if I combine this with one egg and some pepper, breakfast don't land. You, you, your brain will come out. Many things that are helping you to do, they are killing your creativity. Your thinking stops. Anybody you give money cannot earn. You have killed him. You have killed him. Can you imagine us dashing a church, this dome now? We just love that church. And then maybe there are 200 people, but they say they want to be enlarged. Now dash them. How would they manage it? You grow in greatness. Anything you don't grow into will destroy you. We climb ladder to go up, isn't it? Uh-huh. If you jump up, what happens? Uh-huh. And then another thing you do from the top is well digging and grave digging. If from the top down. Others, you go up. In his time, 
He makes all things beautiful. Verse 14 also. I know that whatsoever God does, it shall be. Nothing can be what? And nothing what? God does it. That man may fear. There are some of you that are living in some places now. You need to do some savings next step or something. If you have a friend that has an extra space and willing to squat, uh, uh, go and squat with him and save that money for a whole year. And when you are squatting, contribute to the squatting. Not that you leave by 5 a.m. and come back by 12 midnight not to buy anything in the house. Wickedness. Contribute to the place. They are buying food, add money. They are cleaning, add money. Don't be a burden to people. Anyway, things have changed now. They just send you out. There's no problem. <laughs> it's all those past ones. They just tell you, IK, you can't stay here. You can't stay here. You can't stay here. So what happened? Nothing happened. Nothing happened. You can't stay. My spirit, they react in a lie. <laughs> Number next, don't be impulsive. Develop patience and discipline. I think I've said a lot about that already. Don't be impulsive. I mean, we all have this tendency, especially if you're sanguine. Ah, <laughs> advertisements are very, very, very tempting. Just flash it. Flash sale. You sell. What do you do you sell? Buy two, get one free. Ah, so if I buy two, I get three. Kill every metal sheet. Or buy one, get one free. And you don't have the capacity. Don't be impulsive. I learned that when you sleep over the expense, your head will be correct the next morning. Eh? They, I was in Dubai one time. We were in Dubai as we landed. One organization called us. They, threw, they do uh, what they call this thing property something. They sat us down, investment in property. If you invest this one, you get the property. I said, no problem. They say, can I please come today? Sorry, come yeah, today for the uh, uh, seminar. And when you get there, so I, she was in the hotel room. I went to the seminar and we sat down. They explained everything. I said, no problem. I said, no problem. Can I come tomorrow? And decide overnight. They said, no. The investment will end today. <laughs> they said, I said, I said, I said, are you safe? I come to this office tomorrow. This, they said, they don't know. That this is the last day, the last hour. <laughs> I said, I'm not doing it. I cannot do that. Because they know when you sleep over it, you know that it's nonsense. It's nonsense. So there was a Nigerian beside me. I was telling him that all this thing I said we must do today. And then the white man came and said, please don't talk to anybody. I'm telling you. I said, ah, I can't talk to him. He said, no, please, face your... You know, they notice me, I know what they notice. So, because I was... I said, to, I said, today, I must do it today. I said, my wife is in the hotel. I want to go and discuss with her. I said, they said I should call her. I'm telling you, that you must say, I don't you, I want to be there. I want to see those people. Are you part of them or something? <laughs> They're always there. You must do it today because they know. If you sit down and think of all my priority in life now, this one is number 21. They know. I left the angry. They also give, they give us juice, cup of juice. Church, you leave, don't talk to anybody. And I saw another family from Nigeria. And I think he's a politician. I'm sorry to say, he came family. He was listening because he has the money that he has stolen. And they will take it from him. I was wondering, what are you, can't you hear? I was listening attentively, kilo attentively. What are you attentively here? here? I said, are you safe? I come to your office tomorrow, there will be furniture here. Ah, no. I'm not, I'm not that daft. But you see, if you have money to waste at times, eh, you'll be thinking about it. You know those things you'll be calculating? Uh, 65% increase on that one week. Wow. Eh? The one I did, I will never forget. Ah, that thing, I told her, that thing. Even the person that took me there, I told him. He lost like times two. And my friend I said, well, 
It's okay that you lost more money. <laughs> Next slide. <laughs> oh, learn from your what? And what? So when they bring those products to you this week, say, I was delivered on Sunday. How much is this bag? If you have, if you agree two five now, I can pay you two five. Anything more, carry your thing and get out of this place. And if you stock too much, I won't even buy anything from you. I pay ten thousand. You can pay every month for your bag. And be carrying and be doing party, and everything is debt. The giving is debt. Chain debt. It's bad. Don't ever borrow money to do naming ceremony. It's unfair on that child. Why are you trying to impress? Someone do that kind of thing. Just one child now. Don't borrow money to buy snacks, to buy rice. Based on a new child's life. Maybe some of you said, maybe it was. Mm. No, if the beginning of a thing matters. Now you're starting this child's life and you're starting with debt. So just to name the child. What does it take to name a child? Hello? In this church, the baby. The mother, you don't even need the father all the time, but mother. If it's a single parent, what do you do? Uh, but father, amen. And a priest. And the names. What does it take to get married? <laughs> Husband and wife, priest, and, a, and one witness. Or two witnesses. You don't have to go and do reception to kill yourself. We did reception. We did reception. Ah, we did reception. And now, and now, and now I went to Excellence Hotel. Hey, for the honeymoon. By the third day, money finished. They now said, uh, the, by the fourth, they said they wanted to give, serve us breakfast. How much is the breakfast? Ah. He said, for two people, is this a man? I said, serve one. We will share it together. I'm telling you. And there was no bed at home. Mattress was on the floor. Excellence would take me. <laughs> Next slide. <laughs> oh. Never stop. Your plug into the covenant and the supernatural keeps the blessings of God flowing. Hmm. One of our couples in church did honeymoon that time. I told them our lessons. Don't waste money on that honeymoon. If your house is not in order, it's better to put your house in order, put AC, and do honeymoon in your house first. When you are born and later, you can go to Japan. So they went to Ife. They did about two, three days. When money was almost finishing, they just ran. They told me themselves, when they got back home, as they got out to the house, they saw Nepal those days on their pool about to remove their light. As I told you. Hey, come down. <laughs> if they didn't come that day, they would leave the hotel and come and stay in darkness. And all the moon you hunt it, the feeling disappears on that one night. When mosquito bite your new bride, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Please rise up on your feet, people of God. Let's let's pray. Um, never stop sowing. Uh, Peter gave his boat. Our, our sowing is plugging into the heavenly system, where the blessings of God keeps helping and keeps giving us breakthroughs. In life, can we just pray for first thanking and then pray for mercy? I've spent so much time already. Uh, pray whichever you want to pray, but make sure you pray based on the word of God. But Lord, use me for your glory in my finances.
I want to experience your financial mercy. Help me to see mercy, Lord. It's because of the Lord's mercies that we are not consumed. Check your shoe rack. It's enough for another next one year. Save, give for kingdom purpose. Don't ever be like the prodigal son. Learn from past mistakes. And when we say learn from past mistakes, it's not only about finances, about life, about marriage, about health. You know when you've experienced crisis, avoid things that breed crisis. Avoid it. Don't give that mistake another opportunity to devastate you. In fact, it is advocated that you write down your lessons if possible. Five things, not in sorrow. Five things that I will not do this again. I would approach this differently like this. I will not respond like this to my boss anymore. Learn from past mistakes. Especially in your finances, in this context. Ask God for help. I want to see the reflection of Abraham's blessings in my life. I want to see the reflection of Abraham's blessings. I want to see the reflection of your mercy. Give me a new beginning. Let new opportunities open up, Father. Because of your mercy, I am not consumed. Hallelujah. A man is not old until he stops learning. When you stop learning, you start dying. Learning is the key to greatness. Join us every Sunday at Global Impact Church at The Goodland, Ifako Bus Stop, Oworonshoki, Ogbudu Expressway, Lagos, Nigeria. Host, Yemi and Bimbo Davids. For inquiries, visit www.globalimpactng.org. Global Impact Church. Think greatness. Achieve greatness. Greatness.